Can you hear me? No, I respect Bobby Foster. I'm very much responsible for the success of this year's podcast. I don't know what to say. Um, I get like 20, 25 emails a day. I think our commission's scumbag. Here we are, episode 8 of The O Show that doesn't feature Matt Honorjack, the 8th episode of the SBFFL podcast. First time since week three because the commissioner follows up on nothing. Got my hat backwards for the first time since Griffey had 56 homers in 1998. I'm here. We got Zach Shapiro, Kyle Brees. It's fight night. McGregor, Mayweather, everybody's wet in the beak. Everybody is watching it in the country, and, and we're filming a podcast because we showed up at 7 p.m. and the fight doesn't start until midnight, so we had nothing else to do. Um, we had steaks. We're drinking Russell's Reserve Rye. We're drinking, uh, what, what, Bruce, what was the barrel? Four proof? Roses, 2016. We got Four Roses, OESQ. Yeah, OESQ. Brees has got the special recipe shipped in straight from the factory. Nobody has that. Brees has that. Shapiro's here pummeling Tostito <laughs> chips right now. And uh, and we're going to get into some shit. You ready for this? Zach, you got, you got opinions, you got hot takes. Uh, as usual, 95% of our segments can be ripped off Barstool Podcasts. Uh, if you're an award-winning listener, most of this is going to be pretty familiar to you. Um, we'll get into that. First thing, since we got one of our... Are you in the inaugural league, Brees? Were you one of the charter members? As far as I can remember. He pretty close. Kyle Brees was maybe not in year one. Were you in the year when I kept track of it online? I mean, uh, offline by hand? I don't know. All right. In the inaugural days, before we had a Yahoo League, I used to go a la Gary Mariano look up the stats and total the points by hand. And since we started when we were 12, I just cheated rampantly and I won the league. I don't think I lost. I think I just went undefeated. It's a good move. In Brees' first year, him and Chromie won the league. You've seen allusions to this a thousand times. Um, do you have any idea what the what the buy-in was? Couldn't have been more than 50 a guy. There's no way it was 50. It was like, 50 we were team? like 14. 50 a team? There's no way it was 50 a team. And also, you guys were the only team. Partners for life. Are you guys, uh, uh, you're not, I mean, when did you officially retire the less than threes? Two years ago, maybe? Wow. That was a, I mean, you guys, like, if memory serves, you won the league the first year, you won the regular Didn't season. Didn't get paid. Uh, you won the regular <laughs> season the second year. Didn't get paid. Okay. And then quit. When we went to college, we quit. Okay. Did you quit because you didn't get paid, or was there, like, something else going on? We just were going to college. You just said, like, this is baby stuff. I'm cool. I'm in college now. We're going to focus on, like, beers and stuff. D1 pitcher, and I'm just going to, like, do me. Yeah. Why did you come back? The internet, probably. Oh, okay. Apps, phone apps. You just missed us? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't going to go on the internet, like, every weekend. What? <laughs> what do you think the pot was? There's no way it was $50 to play. It was 50 a team. So you're you're telling me that you got stiffed out of, it must have been 10 teams back then? Yeah, like a, $500? Like a, like a solid 500 bucks. Well, I'll tell you what, our, our pay rate back then was like 9%. So I think the only person who paid was me because I collected the money. So like by default, I paid. I think you, no, no, you got paid. But you, I think you got like $45. <laughs> 
Well, we put in 50. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You paid for the privilege. My time cost money. So we won the league but lost $5. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I consider, like, getting your money back minus a VIG being a fair deal. Okay. Um, <laughs> we paid $5 for entertainment. Let's get into Shapiro. I want to hear about, uh, and I know this is going to lead into our next segment here. Um, I want to hear about how you got into the league. Because I don't think most people know about this. It's a simple story. So, Venetian somehow finagled his way into the league. I think Danny Miller was on the outs. And Venetian inherited the team. And he shows up to the draft. And basically, half the league is teamed up. And Jimmy and Mario turn to him. And they say, you don't have a partner? You're in trouble. <laughs> Venetian calls me from the couch. <laughs> and says, Zach, what are you doing? Do you want to be in this league? And this is probably sophomore year of college, freshman year of college. That sounds about right. It's in that time frame. I said, <laughs> instead of blindly saying yes, I said, who are we keeping? He said, Michael Turner. <laughs> We're in. So I show up 20 minutes late. And <laughs> I show up 20 minutes late. The only damage Vanish did was draft Ben Roethlisberger. When he went to the bathroom, I drafted Eli Manning. <laughs> <laughs> that was the foundation um, Venetia and my partnership dating back probably nine-ish years now. Um, that that is that is the story of how I've been and how we have survived year after year after year. Still, just love hate, love hate. You're just a fight fuck kind of couple. That's just what you guys do. That's literally what we do. So I, I won't lie to you. So a little like uh, uh, I don't know B side to history, you know. We started hanging out as a crew around that time, right? Like, you and Venetia weren't in the original crew because the original, well, that's not fair, the original fantasy crew. Because that crew was only baseball guys. So it was basically like the whole league was guys who were on our 10 year old to 14 year old travel baseball team. And that and was Jimmy it. and Mario. Jimmy and Mario got in because Jimmy was the. So basically, Jimmy is patient zero for the expansion of the league because Jimmy got in because he was an Eagles fan. And so me and Jimmy always had a bond for no reason other than that we were both <laughs> fucking Eagles fans in a town full of Giants fans and morons, a.k.a. Jets fans. So Jimmy decides to bring in Mario, and I'm like, all right, like, I know Mario. That's cool, dude. That's fine. And then next thing I know, Venetia's in. Next thing I know, Zach's in. And I remember at the time being like, look, this is fine, but, like, what, what are we doing here? Like, I approve these things. Like, these things don't just fucking happen. And next thing I know, you know, we got... You know, five extra members, all these guys who are now Charter League members. It was, uh, I remember at the time being like, you know, do I have to veto this? Like, you know, are these guys ready for, you know, what we do here? Granted. Did we, Rinker make an appearance? We've had, uh, okay, so we're officially in this, uh, in this next segment here. The Mount Rushmore of the greatest draft moments of all time. All right, and, and we can just fold that into greatest league moments of all time because there may not be enough draft moments. But submitted by Dave Mariano today at the barbecue at the Ryan's house. One of the all-time draft moments. The one year Rinker was in the league, we're at the draft in my house. I don't know how Rinker got in the league. Someone else will have to email in and submit this. I don't know. Allie Powers was there because we used to have the draft on the same night as the parents' draft. So our parents would have a draft in the dining room. We'd be in the screened-in porch. Allie Powers was there. Mike Powers tells Allie Powers to go over and punch Rinker in the face. (laughs) And Allie Powers, being, you know, the automatron that she was at the time, just walked over and just fucking clubbed him right on the chin. Just punked him so hard. And he didn't know what to do. Because what are you going to do? You're going to fight a seven-year-old girl? And she just clubbed him right on the chin. It was it was a better punch than you're about to see all night tonight during fight night. 
And like Dave's first words out of his mouth were when Allie Powers punched Ryan Ranker in the face. And he hasn't he was never in the league again, and now he's been immortalized forever. Uh, maybe we'll see him at the ten year reunion, and somebody will embarrass me by bringing that up, and then he'll you know threaten to kill me or something. You're gonna get shanked at the reunion. Yeah, yeah I, I'm actually very concerned. I mean, he has like legit gun felonies on his record. <laughs> you are in trouble. And now I'm about to upload this to the internet, so he's gonna you know Alexa or something is gonna give him a notification that somebody just uploaded his name. And <laughs> the interwebs are against you. You're well, let's see the number one sports podcast, and he'll just download it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right, Chap. What else you got? So your entrance to the league. And your ensuing shit show with Venice was obviously uh, an all-time draft moment. What else you got? My Mount Rushmore? Are we going into it? Yeah, yeah. What do you got? The greatest draft moments. I'm going to start with the Kevin Airy Beach House moment. I think this is... I'm going to steal this from all of your lists. The Matt Fortune... Oh. The Matt Fortune <laughs> Coors Heavy. <laughs> Performance <laughs> for the ages. It was incredible. And the, it was... Somehow he drafted a decent team. I don't really <laughs> understand it. You guys all went down to Aries the night before, and I remember Jimmy, Mario, and I couldn't make Something happened. Yeah, we stayed that night. Yeah. We didn't go the night before. We no, Venice went the night before, because oh, okay. I showed up, and Venice was puking. <laughs> Matt, Fortune, <laughs> Matt Fortune was 15 beers deep, and it was like 10.30 in the morning. You know he drank a 30-pack by himself. Yes. Okay. It was the most impressive thing I've ever of course, seen. Of course, Yes. It was... Banquet, it was banquet beers. It, it certainly was. That no, That is one of my Mount Rushmore moments where I kind of looked around and I'm like, I'm not the only big guy in the league. We got, we got this. I got, I, I, got a, I got a friend. Oh, the original big guy. So that that's a big moment for me. My hold on, hold on. I need wait, to add to that. Need you to you add need to add that. that we couldn't find him. Yes. Okay. We went out Two and stories. then he disappeared. Two stories. The first one, he disappears. And you remember where we found him? He slept in his car overnight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just went in his car and fucking dirt, took a dirt nap, woke up, and drove home. And the whole night, we're, like, calling everyone, you know, uh, I don't know who he was, like, uh, with at the time. Like, we call his parents. Like, we call everybody. Uh-huh. Looking for him. And he was nowhere. And uh, the other thing that happened that night, which is my all-time draft moment, is he's absolutely, he's probably 22 of 30 beers deep at this point. We're probably... And this is when we still did positional draft. We didn't just do free Oh, form. yeah, I remember So well. we're on, like, the last position, maybe second to last. Fortune is shit-faced, and everyone at the table is kind of giving him grief. And he's just, you know, wearing people out. So Garrett Santoro says something, like, completely benign to him. Like, you know, oh, Matt, like, you know, got any for the rest of us? And Matt just looks at him deadpan and says, Garrett, if I don't bring home a girl tonight, I'm fucking you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Sincerity with which he told another man he was going to rape him if, if he didn't bring home a woman baffled me. I, I still think about it sometimes. Just me driving along the street. It just, I he wasn't laughing. kidding. No, he was dead serious. If he hadn't fallen asleep in that car, something might have happened to Garrett. I, I don't know. <laughs> During that same draft, I think it was Garrett. It was either Garrett or Juan Perdomo. But one of those two drafted Peyton Manning, and that was the year Peyton's neck was on the fritz. So I had to drive one of them home. I don't remember which one of it was. And they it was just silence for 45 <laughs> minutes from Seaside back to South Brunswick. And it was silence, just lamenting everything to do with Peyton Manning. I've never seen anything <laughs> like that before. It might have been Brandon Martin. I, it was definitely one of, someone in that crew. And that was the year he was bad? It was the year that Peyton's neck was on the first, when he was like, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? And they paid like 25 bucks for it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was throwing 50 touchdowns a pop at that point. So that draft was an all-time draft. I, I don't want to take the whole draft, but for my, Mount Rushmore, that was a great moment. I think it was the best draft we ever had. It was uh, Pound for uh, pound. 
no doubt it was. Uh, we didn't the, go to bed till six a.m. Yes, we were up all night. I one regret. Seven Eleven got orange juice at like five thirty in the morning. <laughs> the one regret I have is that Kevin Airy, the gem that that man is, he was playing host all the time. Yeah. So Kevin Airy, he's the guy that when you're out, he sets the pace. Uh-huh. He's the guy that's just always having fun. When Kevin Airy's playing host. That's the only regret that I had about that draft. Otherwise, top draft. Top oh, draft. I mean, Kevin Airy is he invented, and I think the the, the crew has adopted it as a whole. Um, he invented the just randomly buying rounds and shots. Yes, he like, did. He was a pioneer. I don't know if he has older friends or if that's just how his family gets down, but I remember being like, you know, nineteen, and Kevin Airy is just buying rounds, and I remember thinking like, whoa, whoa where does this guy have money? Where does this generosity Still come don't from? know. I have no idea. And everywhere I go, he's just handing me drinks. And now I try to pay it forward. One of the bad days was when Venice started adopting that policy because then it turned into like, fuck, well, I guess if Venice is doing it, we all got to do it. It was, it was, uh, Kevin Ari just set the pace. You broke the mold, my friend. You oh. broke the mold. So that's my first, my, that's my first Mount Rushmore. Okay, what else you got? My second Mount Rushmore is the draft. I think it might have been the last draft in your basement. Okay. Mr. J came down hammered. Oh, <laughs> hammered. Just having himself a day. So he walks around the room, and obviously you guys, y'all recognize from baseball, pays his respects, goes on and whatever. So he sees Venice, who he remembers. Calls from everybody like, pussies. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. The funny thing is I think at this point I owned my first Acme Nissan vehicle, so I felt like I was part of the family. I wasn't. So <laughs> Mr. J comes over to me. And he's like, who's this big fucking guy? And I'm like, oh, Zach Shapiro, nice to meet you, whatever. He goes, Jake used to play football with Zach Shapiro. I was like, yeah, that's me. And he goes, holy shit. And I think that was the first time I realized, like, I'm a giant now. I have gained some serious weight since freshman year of high school. This makes no sense. So for me, that was a great draft day moment. And I remember Vinish and Mar- Vinish, Mario and Jimmy Fisher lost their shit. Jimmy might have fell off his chair. It was, I've never seen something like that. So that's my number two of uh, Mount Rushmore moments. Number three for me okay. is actually last year. And this com- gets into inner partner dynamics. But Vinish, Vinish and I, basically starting in March of the, of the league year prior, we say, we got to start planning soon for draft year. Whatever. So after the draft, things get serious. We never do it. So the morning of the draft, Vanish comes over like 30 minutes before we have to leave, we mark up our strategy. Our strategy was to not bid much on a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers gets called. <laughs> Somehow I paid like $28.50 for the fucking guy. It makes absolutely no sense, and I'm just baffled. At which point Vin turns to me and goes, he goes, you wanted Aaron Rodgers, right? I'm like, Okay, I guess so. I guess this is what yeah. we're doing now. So for me, that is just you have a strategy and you don't listen to it at all. That's that is a big, big draft. That was the year I remember you guys were in open hostility. Like he was just bashing you. That was in the basement at my mom's house. Mm. This was last year. What? Yeah. All right, then this happens yearly because I, I have a lot of memories. Of oh that. yeah, a hundred percent. That it is. It is. A, it is a tale of old time. Involves you, I. Yes. Yes. It is a. You know, that's a good moment when when the Eli pick comes up and Zach gets real quiet and Vanish does a full 90-degree body turn and just <laughs> leans over and just stares at Zach like, what do you want to do? Padna? Pa- hey, hold the bid. I'm talking to my partner at like the 50 cent bid. And then you pass and he goes for like 650 and you just start motherfucking everybody in the room that you weren't in on it. You any more over there? Did you go through four? I couldn't keep it. It's a great moment. I, that was three. 
Uh, my last moment is actually the year that Troy Confessoria joined the league. Because if I'm not mistaken, it was also the year of your wedding. Because I think Troy's only... Yeah, I think so. It was the year of your wedding. And that draft was like the shit show of all drafts. It, yeah. I felt like it took 18 hours. Oh I was God. sitting there nervous for you. Oh, because I if dead. I was you, I would have been shitting bricks. Yeah. And Troy was just... Troy's not an overwhelmed guy. Yeah. I've known Troy for a long time. And he was quiet and he was clever. But I was kind of looking at him. Like, he wasn't a deer in headlights. But he was he was feeling out all, the landscape. It was all... He was all, all business Troy. And for me, that was a Mount Rushmore moment because I was like, fuck, we actually have somebody that's coming into this league <laughs> with a killer instinct, and we're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. There are a lot of guys just eating bagels right now. <laughs> I think I was six bagels. I didn't fit in my suit. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny part about your wedding, actually, is I go to put on my pants, and I haven't put on the pants since the, since the Bednarski wedding, which was a couple months prior. And apparently, I wiggled so hard through the Bednarski wedding that I had a hole in the knee <laughs> of the slacks. So fortunately, because everybody knows my old trunk, used to, I used to travel with clothes for days. The body bag. I had another pair. Yeah, the body bag was live and well at that point. I had another pair of slacks on me, but then I showed up to your wedding with, with, mis- <laughs> with, with mismatching attire. It was a disaster. <laughs> Great draft. Great draft. That's a good one. You got any other moments, Bruce? Anything that sticks out in your mind? Any other things that over the years are just too absurd? I got, a, I got a few. I got, a few. I got none. All right, here's one that most people don't know or that weren't around for because it was this was a this is a original. Um, another uh, one and done member of the league, Dan Gurney, mm. the, the legend himself, the human wambulance, <laughs> just fucking Mister Ten Day DL. The guy just, uh, you know, uh, you know, famous for a lot of things. Fingers in the butt. So, okay, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget about that, and I get so much pleasure out of it every time. Vanish <laughs> loves the video. I have the video. Oh, it's you? You know what? We may have to post that on the league board. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of people who don't understand that reference and think that you and Dan have a special relationship. No, it is. I wasn't even there. I wasn't either. So, uh... I don't know if this was Dan's first draft or second draft or what. And this is another one that Dave Mariano hit me with at the barbecue today, and I totally forgot about. Is that uh, Dan? Dan shows up, and this is back when we had maybe ten members. And uh, he shows up to the draft. We go through literally the first player. I think it was like Maurice Jones Drew or Edron James or something. Dan bids. I think. 15 bucks, right? Wins a player. And this is back when we didn't know what we were doing. We were just shooting from the hip. Wins the player. <laughs> you know right? what you're doing now? Eh. I know what I'm doing. I just don't do any research. It's two different things. So he, uh, he bids on the player. 15 bucks. Wins the player, right? Sitting there. And this is at the dining room table in Christine Mariano's house. He's sitting there. And he's like, I don't feel so good, guys. And we're like, you know, it's because Edwin James sucks. You idiot. You know, we're just making fun of him. Two minutes later, he passes out at the table. Just full-blown head rush, just passes out. I don't remember right? Not, it, it, we, we don't know what to do. My mom comes running in. We wake him up. He says he's okay. His, I think his mom came and picked him up. I don't know if we had cars at this point. If we, if we didn't have cars, that would make sense. If you don't remember this, you might have been out of the league, right? Dan goes home. We call Dan Miller. He shows up out of nowhere to fill in. It was his one year in the league before he came back. And, uh, and just drafts in his stead the entire time. So, Dan Gurney passing out from a head rush. Great draft moment. Other draft moment, one of my all-time favorites is... Oh, this was Maurice Jones-Drew. Juan and Matt O. 
overbidding, overspending their budget by fifteen dollars. Yeah, that was a that was yeah. a fucking great moment. But I'll tell you something: the Jew and me, you never you never charged them. <laughs> yes, I did. You no no no. They no, got no. fined no, for that infraction. That no, was, no, no, that no, was no, a, no no That was a big league thing. We have a very clear policy, and I don't know what it is because I go I over about fifty cents. Ten dollars per dollar. It's ten dollars. It was ten. supposed to be one hundred and fifty dollars fine. And you caved. No no no. Time out. Time out. Time out. You caved. You basically let Mr. Andrade give you a free bucket of balls. <laughs> and that's how you covered it. And it was some bullshit. Time out. Time out. The f- that fine applies to having the player in your roster. We pulled the player back into the pool and rebid, and then they paid a fine for that. That's it. If they kept, if they went twelve dollars over budget and played that, then they would have had to pay one hundred twenty dollars. We didn't do that though. So I t- that's my defense. I don't you know. Hey, I'm open to criticism. I'm a sketchy math guy. That's some sketchy math. <laughs> I think, I don't know if it was the same year. I think there was a year when Juan fell asleep during the draft. That, it did happen. Was that the same year? Or was uh, that no, year? I think, I, I remember Juan, I remember Juan falling asleep like on a table in your basement. <laughs> and I just looked over, because they they're always in my general area. Okay. They, you know, they feed off the prey and I'm kind of like, what the fuck is this kid doing? And he was just, out. <laughs> okay. Do you remember the year that they brought in like a third party to draft for them? Oh, that was electric. I think no, it was no, at no. Kevin Aries Beach House. No, no, no. Was that them or was that the year when we had a three teamer with Jake Powers and Chris Sisto? No, they brought in. No, you brought in. Um, they brought in Dave Mariano's friend off the bench, out of the clouds. Lee Green. This guy came in. Lee we don't know who he was. Yeah. Lee, Lee Green drafted for Jimmy and Bob one year because they couldn't show up. Yeah. He dropped at Kevin Aries Beach House. Yeah, he was there at Kevin Aries Beach House. Nobody knew who he was except for the few of us neighborhood guys. Um, which reminds me, another all-time draft moment. Original. This might have been the second draft we ever had. Um, parents drafts going on in the other room. Fortune can't show up, but he wants to be in the league. Dave Mariano, who's like, you know, 10 at the time, drafts his team, okay? He drafts the team, right, and we're just shitting on him because he doesn't know what he's doing. Kelly Fortune comes in and starts screaming at Dave Mariano that he botched it because Kelly knows more about football than anybody in this league combined. <laughs> So she's like, Dave, this guy stinks. This guy's a backup. What are you doing? Like, Matt's paying money for this. She's yelling at it. And she's one of the sweetest women of all time. I don't know why she was so mad about this. She just had, like, takes her football very seriously. Yeah. Great gym teacher. Oh, incredible. Great gym teacher. What a pantheon. Yeah, it's gym unbelievable. And I just did Trump fingers when I said that. That's how serious I am. <laughs> Huge. So, long story short, Mafferton wins the league that year, which is why Dave Mariano has an asterisk championship because he drafted that team. Um, all time draft moment. But, uh, all right, moving on. Before we finish up with a little bit of fantasy Wait, uh, football stuff. Wait, Mount Rushmore? No, no he's got, you know, you know off the you cuff. you covered most of them. This is live. This, you know, we, Actually, we, the only two drafts I remember are Aries Beach House. Okay. And then pre-wedding. The pre-wedding. That's pretty much, that's, everything the, else is just I'm like, not going to lie to you. At, at the, the end, normal draft, those were like above and beyond. At the end of the pre-wedding draft, I was really regretting some things. <laughs> not my wedding. Not my wedding. Very happy about my wedding. But I was sitting there. I was dead to rights, ready to fall asleep standing up, and was like, my God, I'm getting married in like two hours. I'm not ready for this because I'm exhausted. I brought a flask of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof in full view of the bartender and was just pouring whiskey the whole time, (laughs) and the bartender was just eyeing me down (laughs) the whole time. I don't know if this is an all-time draft moment or an all-time wedding moment, but the night before the wedding... All the guys in the wedding were hanging out, uh, just like having a couple beers, you know, in a casual hotel room. And I don't know exactly who was there, so I apologize for everybody. I know Della was there, I know Matto was there. 
So me and Matt O have a uh, have had a standing life bet about a foot race. So when we were in fourth grade, remember rec baseball when they had the like skills competition? Yep. So back in the day, uh, Powers and I would just fucking knock these things down and just win them all the time. And Fortune would obviously win a bunch of them because he was a behemoth. So that year, that was back when Powers and I would like run laps around the field in like a speed race. And the only time we'd lose is when we'd bring in the older guys and Grimes would just lap the field. So that year, Gary Mariano's on the stopwatch and he just fucking botches it and Matt O wins the fastest kid in town trophy. Like literally has the first place trophy. So ever since, we've been talking trash over how it's a fraudulent trophy and I'll take him anytime, anyplace. So for years we're going through this. Night before the wedding... The shit talk reaches a critical mass. We both go into the parking lot and barefoot race like 60 yards for the title. And I took him by a step. And we have video. I think Ryman has video of this on his phone. I've seen the video. I've if you've seen the, seen the Seinfeld foot race episode, it's almost identical to what happens. <laughs> and I'll deny ever saying this despite it being on video. I may have had a millisecond head start and I took the race. But, uh... Matt, and, and the best part was Matto was mid-training for the cop test. So he was in his fucking prime, and I was just a schlub, and I took him. I, take, I now still take him anytime, anyplace. We're talking about racing down the streets of Brooklyn any one of these days. I'm just going to show up. That's a challenge, Matto. I'd like to just throw in, I wasn't there last year, but the Snapchats from last year <laughs> were awesome. The Blarney's though is a great venue. How did, how did nobody mention Jacob last year as an oh. all-time draft moment? That, well, that's what I just mentioned. Yeah, it, it yeah. Was. I got Snapchats of him just sprinting down the streets of Philadelphia. That was another foot race. That was me and Jake having a foot race. He quit <laughs> 10 yards in. I remember the Dirty Josk was like trying to convince me to put money on my book for some fucking golfer that I've never heard of. To be fair, I've heard of four golfers. <laughs> and I, the Dirty Josk just kept knocking down the door. And he would literally show up, hand on his knees... Put 50 bucks on somebody ridiculous, walk into the other room and watch Brooks Kepka fucking <laughs> shoot par at whatever, whatever tournament. It was ridiculous. U.S. Open champion. I think I tipped the bartender like $60 extra just for Jake's behavior after the draft. It, yeah, sometimes sometimes we got to come for the boys. Oh, we were going after it. The people who stuck around for an extra hour afterwards got a show. And they should have to, like, Jake's Venmo is open and people should file... Eight to fifteen dollars into it because the guy put on a fucking show. That was that's an all-time draft moment. I, I like when the Dirty Josh shows up. All right, let's mix it up. Let's mix it up. We'll come back to fantasy. We we're, just polished we're down, off. We're down a bottle. Polished off some Russells. It's shot. Send this guy. Brees's Venmo is also Yo, open. Please. He needs whiskey money bad. And if you've Ellie's seen, complaining about the amount of whiskey. <laughs> if you've seen the amount of whiskey in Brees's house, you should travel here. You should vacation at Reese's house. He's got the a whiskey better selection, selection than we got a, we got a fresh one. Most whiskey bars in New York City. Yeah, I, I we got a fresh one from the draft. The Weller. I, we got the Weller. I told the guy at the liquor store that Kyle had more whiskey than he did. And he was <laughs> like, Oh yeah, he has a problem. I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. This guy has more like more whiskey than you do. You actually did. Um, all right, let's all right, so we're on the subject. Brees, we you know, there's a lot of guys in the league who are drinkers. A lot of drinkers, a lot of slobs, a lot of degenerates, guys who can polish off kegs, guys who can polish off plastic vodka, guys who just drink professionally. But not a lot of guys who know how to drink. And not a lot of guys who know what to do now. They've got jobs, they've got a little money in their pockets, they've got some savings, and they're trying to get into the brown liquor game. Okay? What are the Brees guidelines, advice, rules, Oh, rules. Pardon me. <laughs> almost, 
<laughs> lost my lost my uh, words there. Rules, whatever you want to call it, for the acquisition and consumption of whiskey. The layman's. What do you got for them? All right. First, you got to get the Glencairn whiskey glass. That's a must. I can attest to this. That's a must. Little flower. Was it tulip shape? What shape is that? Um. Yeah, we'll go tulip. Okay, like a tulip. You got to get a couple. Shout out to Bob Flesta if he listens to this. He bought me two of these completely unprovoked four or five years ago. Changed the game for me. Never bought me two. Well, you know, maybe you and Bob need to have a conversation. Rule one. That's rule one. Okay. Rule two. I think you got to hit every distillery. You got to go Four Roses. You got to go Heaven Hill. Okay. You got to go Jim Beam. And how do you approach these? Do you get like the base level or you just get like the, the I think store you start offering? base level. You try them all. Okay. Then you pick the couple that you like and then you go up the next level. Okay. And, and when you're going next level, you're still talking store brands. You're not talking like the funky stuff yet. Oh, yeah. You're still, you're still going off the shelf. Try them all. Everything on the shelf. Try them all. Before you... You got to go to the try them all stage. Okay. And then you try like, I don't know, 100. So when you're at the shelf and there's like, you know, 50 whiskeys there... Oh, what do you uh, what are you going off? What do you what are you looking for? I'm looking for a high proof. Okay. I'm looking for a good age. Okay. Age statement if we can ha- if we can find one. Okay. And then you got to go store picks. Breeze, can I ask you a question? I'm Jewish. I'm a money guy. All right. I'm one of our two token Jews. Shout out to Brandon Martin. Only time I ever shout out Brandon Martin, except the time I got him a wedding gig at Joe and Mika's wedding. Great third base. Can we get a VIG on that? Huh? You <laughs> I should get a VIG. Brandon Martin, you're, you're covering 10% of the league dudes this year from me and Vin. Mazel tov. One of the best defensive third basemen out there. There ever was. Great guy. Somehow convinced me to a JHI trade that I think worked out in my favor for this year, but I'm still not sure. You'll have to tell me. If you get JHI, it's good. It's but <laughs> Kyle Brees, not to get personal with finances, but how much of your net equity is in whiskey? Not excluding any college debts or uh, things of that nature. Just total net worth. Yeah. Take the house out of the equation. No yeah, mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No mortgage. Uh, no mortgage. No mortgage. Yeah. Like, like cash to whiskey ratio. Mm, yeah, that's a good question. Probably one to one. Looking what I looking at what I'm looking at, I believe uh, it's incredible. Actually, I'd be surprised if you had that much cash. <laughs> I will bet the whiskey in a in a dollar for dollar. If we get a guy to come in here and value that collection, I promise you have that much cash. Are you taking the open bottles and putting those to zero because they're worthless at that point? No, I'm giving you. Uh, I'm counting open bottles as Just, value of the consumption, like like okay. not prorated of what they're worth on the market, prorated what you paid for them. Okay. You're also only looking at that cabinet. I know what's. I know there's things. But there's like, if you just open this door right here, like, <laughs> and you go back here, like, there's bottles back there. The fuck out of here. <laughs> oh my god. We're right now yeah. opening Kyle Brees' TV cabinet. Behind the packaging supplies, which Ellie cannot find, he has bottles of whiskey just hidden. And do, you, do you have a loose floorboard somewhere with just like. No, but if you go to the stuff? top shelf of my closet, there's like 12 bottles in there. Jesus. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. But All I right. would say one to one. In the consumption. You're a ice cube guy, a water guy. Uh, w- no, you go straight up in the Glen Clarence. Straight up. Place. No, uh, no dribble of the faucet. No. No, you're just a purist. Purist. I respect that. I respect that. Um, I, I can't think if there's anything else. Is there, is there anything that the layman's out there need to know? Like, all right, what's the go-to that you can find in your liquor store? If you go to the randomest liquor store near your house, that's got you know 
the basics plus, what are you bringing home? Everybody knows I'm a Four Roses guy. You are a Four Roses Any guy. Four Roses, you get it. Okay. Dello, I think Dello can attest. Is, he's, he's pretty much like a full-on Four Roses guy now. Yeah. If you can't go Four Roses, you might have to go Russell's Reserve or Knob Creek. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not a Knob Creek guy. I just haven't had a lot of Knob Creek. I've had a lot of Russell's. I've had a lot of Four Roses, and I love them both. Not a lot of Knob Creek in my game. Okay. Just haven't been there. Or the Elijah Craig. But, you know, if I turn around, there's like, you know, at least six bottles over there, I'm sure, if I get creative enough. So I'm, I maybe I'll tonight. Maybe I'll change that tonight. Yeah, or just you buy all the whiskey and then you just blend it. That's a... Uh, the draft I met? Reese has got a, uh, a... What do they call that? What do they call that over there? The squirter blend. Oh, the squirter blend. <laughs> okay. So if you're into squirters or blends, you know, maybe you need to come pay the Brees... Uh, establishment to visit because it is an extraordinary fee. He's got two ounces of what, twelve different whiskeys in there. Yeah, twelve in there. Yep. It's his own personal brew. Nobody knows. Nobody's ever had a sip. It's, it's actually the rarest. It's a one of a kind. It's the rarest whiskey in the world. Yeah, there's only twenty four ounces. So it's literally in the whole world. Literally priceless. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get back to the football. Let's get back to the football. So let's go another PMT segment here. Who's back of the year? Football. Fantasy football is back. The draft is next week. Looking forward, fantasy football season, uh, logging onto the website, conversing with league members, football season in general. What are you most looking forward to? What's back? Brees, what do you got? Preseason injuries. Oh, are you talking post draft or pre draft? It's a good one. RIP Julian Edelman. Pre draft, but there are going to be some people out there who, who don't get the most recent updated list. Oh, my God. Brandon Martin. <laughs> That's and not fair. He's on his game. Somebody's going to draft Julian Edelman. Yeah. Or the best quarterback in the league, Ryan Tannehill. Somebody's going to take him. Are you a stash guy? Are you a let me draft him and see if I can hide him for a buck? You know, we did it with uh, Odell. That was a bigger – that was a bigger – We uh, did it with Odell. He was he was preseason out four games. We took him for 50 cents. Yeah. I mean, Shap, biggest Giants fan in the league, was out on him. Not having it. Said, I was on Ruben Randall that year. It was a bad, <laughs> it was a bad year. We'll Back take in. Odell for 50 cents. Yeah. Okay. And now, three years later, here we are. Oh, God. And we have one of the latest drafts that you can have. So you're going to miss out 95% of those preseason injuries. That's not too bad. I would like in the future to have our draft on Thursday of the Thursday night game. But do you feel... All right, if that we've done that before... Or we did it with a preseason game that was on in the background in the basement, and I swear it was influencing betting, bidding values. Like, if a guy had a 12-yard catch, he'd buy his value went up a buck. <laughs> the other who's back is everyone who watches Hard Knocks. Oh. It's like, oh, this guy's going to be awesome, but everyone else in the league is watching Hard Knocks. Oh, my God. Doug, Doug Martin still fucks. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the way that guy was wiggling in episode one, he still got something left in the sta- It started with Gio Bernard. It did. Everyone yeah. was watching. Everyone saw Gio Bernard driving a minivan. They're like, this guy is going to be incredible. Who was who the, the second receiver for the Cowboys who caught, like, 18 punts without dropping Patrick the Patrick Creighton. Patrick, oh, my God. Patrick Creighton went for, like, double digits after his hard knocks performance. And I haven't watched this year's. Shout out to Bob Ryan. I don't watch the Bucks. So. So the problem with the Bucks is that the Ryan family already just drives up the value too much. So that plus hard knocks plus the Ryan family, we're going to have Mike Evans going for like $58. It's not going to make right. any sense. Speaking of, okay. My who's back shout, on that topic, uh, the Des effect. Because Matto and Troy 
It, it is my favorite moment of the year, and it's also so infuriating because I forget about it. So now that everyone's going to listen to this podcast, maybe we can actually try it out. When Dez gets called and Troy just puts his elbow on the table <laughs> at a 90-degree angle and doesn't move it until he wins the bid. Like, I don't know how he doesn't go for $56. Because every year he just makes eye contact with me, elbow on the table, 90-degree angle, and doesn't take it down until he has he the He takes the cap off, too. I mean, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And Maddo is, like, you know, asleep in his beer, and Troy is just, you know, elbow out, fucking takes home the player. And it goes for, like, 30-something, and he's the happiest guy in town, and it could go for 45, and he wouldn't blink. That's my. That's definitely one of my who's back. What do you got? I got a couple who's back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run off the list here. First one is Jimmy Ryan complaints. Oh. I have not heard Jimmy Ryan the past eight months. It has been a beautiful <laughs> eight months. And that includes, that includes a stint in Philadelphia, okay? I, anybody that knows the big guy knows I'm not a Philly guy. I lived there for the past year. Not a good decision. However, that was still better than hearing Jimmy Ryan complain. Oh. That's about the, the most useless shit. He's the best. So he gets the he gets a big who's back. He My, is. You know what? More on that subject. He is back. And you know what? Like, I don't give a fuck what you think about Jimmy Ryan. Pound for pound, if I was if I had to redraft the fantasy league to make sure I got my charter members, he'd be like top three. He's he is so good for fantasy football. You need a villain. It's incredible. He's the best villain. You need a villain. He's the best Jimmy villain. Jimmy Ryan's the villain. The man just got accredited as a doctor from Georgetown University. He doesn't need this. <laughs> he doesn't need to be put in these hours. He runs his own. He commissions his own league and still has the energy to be league villain. It's I love him. He's back. I got a couple others. Next one, who's back? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. I'm not a summertime guy. I like the cold. Okay. okay. I big sweat. time cold guy. Uh, big time I just cold have guy. to close every single window in this house and put on the AC. I just put. I just paid <laughs> Breeze twenty bucks towards this, this month's electricity bill just so I had air conditioning for the McGregor and Mayweather fight. That's not a joke. I wish it was an exaggeration, but you had beads of sweat rolling down your head, and the AC was on seventy four. It's not a joke. So I'm back. It's football season. It's a little brisk outside. You can go. Long sleeves and shorts. You're a pumpkin he, beer guy? I'm not a pumpkin spice anything guy. Not, not pumpkin spice, pumpkin beer. I'm not a beer guy. I'm a whiskey oh, guy. So whiskey shit. just all, 12 months round. I don't do pumpkin beer. But you got football on four nights a week. You got bets rolling infinitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got fantasy talk for the next eight months, which definitely depletes from the work day. Oh. I'm back. So I could, I'm in New York now. Couldn't be happier. I'm back. So that's the next back. <laughs> My third... Are Jimmy Fisher parlay bets? Oh. For those who don't know, and I know Mike and Troy are one of the privileged ones who do, as well as shout out to Mario DeFelice. Jimmy Fisher, every Sunday morning, will hit me up. We'll be together, it'll be by phone, whatever. This guy will have 14 team parlays, <laughs> put in 10 bucks to win 2,000. I think Jimmy's like one for 48, but he got his one. And he will not let you forget that he got his one. What an itch. Jimmy Fisher. Runs out. Jimmy Fisher. <laughs> apparently palate cleansers are back. Jimmy Fisher <laughs> is back. Those, those, are my big, those are my big three. The last one, my fourth and final, to make this kind of a Mount Rushmore of who's back. Oh. Collusion. You've never seen that before. I've never seen that. Everybody knows that I'm a collusion guy. I'm a big fan of leveraging your contacts, leveraging your friends, leveraging the connects to advance in the world. 
We all know the drama of the Kevin Aries Zach Shapiro yeah. trade uh, for for Benji Cunningham. Troy will get that. Yeah. For Benji Cunningham going back a couple oh, years. Great deal. Great deal. Um, collusion's back. It's in the air. Everybody wants it. We're here. Collusion is great. It's I, great. It's great for the league because everyone gets so upset. Yeah. It, it makes everyone so angry. And not only just at who's involved, everybody gets mad at me. This guy just won this fight. Oh, this is the first, the second undercard? First second, undercard. Second fight. A white guy just won a fight? Or I don't, we didn't, we didn't, guy won. we didn't bet this one, right? No. All right, we're good. <laughs> we're good. This guy's got an all-time bad tat on the back. It's not good. Um, who's back of the week? Um... Draft Day Mike Powers, one of my favorite people. That's great. Uh, He is the best. The guy who can't add? No, he is a computer's dad for him. He's an accountant. I mean, he was an accountant, now he's a finance guy. He approaches this draft like we're playing for (laughs) $25,000. Conservative. And not $250. And not even $250 because he splits it with your partner and it's $125. The uh, seriousness with which he takes this draft, and it's not that he doesn't take his life seriously. Mike Powers can be one of the most serious people that you will ever meet. But having known him since he was eight, it is just a, a fucking incredible thing to watch. Um, also, who's back of the week? Matt and Johnny. Matt and Johnny add more to the draft every year with their fucking shenanigans than any other three teams combined. And it is absolutely extraordinary. Uh, I can't get enough of it. They are h- happiest guys in the world to be the butt of every joke. They and also dish out a thousand. They okay? keep cores in business. Yeah. Yeah, they might bring their own pony keg of banquet beer this year. Who's back of the week? Russ Grimes. He's just moved to Arizona. He's back. Who's back of the week? Dello. Moved to Arizona. Flying in. Back. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the guy lately. I did catch him while he was in town a few days ago. Massive who's back. And uh, honestly, like, I never know how it gets done because I end up quitting on it after, like, 12 weeks. But I miss the weekly write-ups. Oh. And I'm not even saying from like a quality stand. Like I miss sitting down on a random Tuesday, drinking 12 ounces of whiskey for no reason, getting hammered, and spending four hours writing a write-up, going to bed at 2 in the morning, and then missing work or showing up late the next day. I love nothing more than like a Wednesday morning waking up and having an email that I got at 2 a.m. Yeah. From Mike Mariano. And then I just, <laughs> I'm late for work on Wednesdays, because I read it, and then 25 minutes later... You know what? This is a really personal thing, but I want to know if any league members develop hemorrhoids from reading mine on the <laughs> toilet, and they're just sitting there for like 40 minutes. See, I'm a, I'm a roll out of bed, and let's see what Mike Mariano wrote up kind of guy. I don't need to be a toilet guy. That was a big toilet guy. He's a big toilet guy. Yeah, That's why I try to get him out at like after midnight, so that... And it was easy on the West Coast. It was really easy on the West Coast. So that you guys can time, wake up. Time zones. Yeah, and then read them when you read them. Time and, you know, <laughs> shout out to... I can't imagine... Shout the, out time zones. Shout out time zones. Huge. Uh, whoever came up with that, genius. Um, I can't imagine that there's anybody out there who listens to the podcast but doesn't read the write-ups. But... Uh, shout out to the people who don't read the write-ups. Because... Idiots. Once a year... Somebody, I'll be like, oh, you saw that thing where I, like, absolutely shit on you, like, for, like, three weeks straight, which is mercilessly making fun of all the worst things in your life, and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I, I haven't been catching the write-ups. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm, I'm killing myself here. And I haven't thing, seen my wife in weeks. <laughs> I appreciate the amount of work that goes into it. That's all I want. So then I take my time and I read it. I That's break great. it down. That's great. 
Except when you predict that we're going to score like 80 points. <laughs> I get a little pissed off, but I just, you know, I just keep scrolling. I have two honorary who's backs. Number one, actually, Dave Mariano. Oh, he's back. Dave Mariano, GIF and meme seasons oh. are in full-fledged effect. And let me tell you something. I think during baseball season, a little part of him dies because he's not allowed to leverage his powers. He's back. Another one who's back, Bob Flesta. So Bob Flesta. Falls off the face of the earth for six months a year. I've never seen some shit like this. All of a sudden, the guy shows up wearing fucking the freshest Roshis and Rakes that Nike has to offer. And next thing you know, he's back looking at Carlos Hyde Sunday night carries. It's incredible. Nice call. The kid, Bob Flesta, he's back. That's a great twosome. You know what? And and I get a lot of flack in this league for shitting on certain people all the time and never shitting on other people. (laughs) Too bad. I love those guys. I would like to shout out Dave because I have no idea how to Photoshop anything. Oh yeah. So I go I go to him for all my ideas and he never asks for anything. He's open for business. Just does it. Yeah. Dave Mariano was not happy with me because last year I went to to uh, I reached out to him. He didn't respond quick enough. And to be fair, he responded in like ten minutes. <laughs> um, so in those ten minutes, somehow I went to Mario. Who wound up creating my my league icon? And Dave Mariano's put me on the blacklist from his <laughs> from his meme Cersei and his right. meme and I, I right. fucked up. That one's on. That one's on me. Another honorary who's back, Sean Ryman. Oh, we don't hear from the guy. Back. Well, the, the, the guy's too high up in the education sphere right now true. to be able to come down to the commoners level. Come down, Sean Ryman. Yeah, blink twice. He might be superintendent, and your kids are going to be going to schools in his district. Makes no sense. He's going to be failing them. It makes no News sense. News to you. He's going to fail your kids. Because he can. He can. And I respect that. That's power. I respect that. It's power. All right. Before we go, final segment, last thing, walk off. A lot of guys are going to be wet in the beak. A lot of guys are going to be getting in the sticks for this year. A lot of guys have been living in the sticks. What's the number one, number one advice, piece of action that these guys can put to use in the field from Sharp Shap? What, like... You're in the sticks. What should you? What do you got? Go with your gut and then bet against it. Because my gut has <laughs> Costanza been Costanza yourself. I'm George Costanza. I'm George Costanza. I'm actually George Costanza. <laughs> uh, it's incredible. I used to have the thickest wallets. That over time, Mario and Troy just made me thin and thin and thin, and now I'm down to a little fucking card holder. I'm George Costanza. That's yeah. what it is. If you think that the only safe bet is the Patriots, everybody else <laughs> is complete fifty-fifty shit show. Uh Except Cutler yards. Cutler interceptions and sack fumbles. Cutler interceptions. Cutler total yards over. Oh, yeah. You got to take it. Free. Uh, Free. Listen to your gut and bet against it. Because I can tell you nobody in this league is correct. Because otherwise we'd all be rich and we're we're all very mundanely poor. And we ain't. And we're not. It doesn't happen. So that that is my gut. I would like to offer kind of a, a question. Because folks that are listening to this will probably be, will definitely be after the fight. Who you got tonight? I go want I, I go ahead go ahead, go ahead. I want to be a McGregor guy so bad because I am one in real life. I you know wanna, we got action I, on him. I want to put my money where my mouth is. Are you I, Irish? Not even a little, and I resent <laughs> the question. Okay, if Maddo is listening, I resent the question of whether or not I'm Fuck Irish. The Irish. Okay, I'm a huge McGregor guy, but I just can't do it. I think there's no way he tags Mayweather enough to knock him out. And I think he's going to punch himself out. I think after round four, he's going to be super sluggish, throw only like two haymakers around, and then basically just be leaning on him 
for the final four rounds, Mayweather wins in a decision, 15-0, fight two in eight months. Also, their whiskey stinks. I'd also, hold on. I'd before, Irish whiskey what? stinks. Before, All oh, Irish whiskey. Red breast fox. Red breast fox. Red breast? Have you ever had red breast? Stinks. But I want the I'm league to buy you a red breast fifteen. I want the league to know that Mike Mariano, having said that, is on Conor McGregor right now. We got action every which way in this house. That makes no sense. Right now, we currently have McGregor plus four something. We got over nine and a half rounds plus five something. I, I mean, I've also got Mayweather in a decision plus two something. There's action every which way. I don't care who wins. If any, if a, the only way I lose is by a DQ. So, if a DQ happens, I am going to be in the streets angry, lighting the town on fire. I'm letting you all know right now. Well, that's because we didn't Costanza ourselves. So you didn't even take your own advice. I didn't. Well, and, and that might be the first rule of gambling, is follow your gut. That's it. All right. That's it. So, we got. It's a good episode. It's one of the better ones we've had. Tune in. We're going to start getting these things going. If you want to be in on one, Mondays and Fridays, the commission works from home. Which means he doesn't work. It means he's at home doing nonsense. So if you want on, you want in, call me, visit. I got a new app to record phone calls. It's on. Uh, I'm gonna get lazy and stop writing a la Bill Simmons. So we gotta keep the podcast going. We like can't week do four. Yeah, I only got to week three with the podcast last year. So I'm thinking this year I flip it. Twelve weeks of podcast, three weeks of writing. But to be fair, you lost a lot of podcasts. That is extremely <laughs> fair. If if. The people could hear the Kevin Namju post-World Series five minutes after the final out, 30-minute podcast be a game-changer. I lost. It would change my life. I lost 45 minutes with Matt Ryan where I recorded him and didn't tell him I was recording him. <laughs> I lost that. I'm furious about that. You lost a great story lost, about me and Pete Lestition. I lost a great Shap podcast, and that's when I quit. But I got a new app. I think it's going to work, and I'm back in the sticks. The commissioner is back of the week. All right, that's it. That's all we got. See you. Uh, see you on draft day. Can you hear me? No, I respect Bobby Buster. I'm very much responsible for the success of this year's podcast. I don't know what to say. Um, I get like 20, 25 emails a day. I think our commission is a scumbag.